Montessi. Welcome inside the crazy ant farm, man. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me. I'm good. Oh, dude, we are so stoked to talk to you. Obviously being a part of probably the biggest show on television right now, so that's freaking awesome. And uh, yeah, we're yeah. excited to talk to you because you, like us, you're a filmmaker. You're a behind-the-scenes kind of guy. Not only are you in front of the camera, but you're behind it getting a lot done, too. So we're super pumped to talk to you about that. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but what we like to do at the very beginning is kind of do a little intro for anybody who might not be familiar with you or, or how you got started. So let's jump in right there. Uh, was this something you always always kind of knew you wanted to do um or is it something you kind of fell into or or how'd you get started man sure yeah uh so uh both my parents were uh, in the business um my mom was an actor and uh my dad was a director and uh, an actor as well uh he was a, a television director he's uh, chilean so he came here um he came to edmonton in the 1980s and got a start there uh, operating editing you know everything under the sun uh, writing and eventually uh, one of his features got picked up and he was working uh, nonstop since then. Uh, I didn't get to quite take advantage of the of the nepotism in the way I wish I had because um, <laughs> he retired in 2005 when I was uh, still uh, like only 13 years old um, and I hadn't started acting yet. Well, I was acting in high school, but not, uh, you know, not, not auditioning or or, or trying to get in as a child actor or anything like that. Um, but yeah, so I was, you know, doing drama in high school and a lot of improv, did a lot of, a, a lot of improv comedy and stuff. Um, I didn't do the film classes in high school. So I came to, I, I was, I was making stop motion animations at home. There you oh, go. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, making like claymations and stuff when I was a kid and, and animating in Adobe flash and I thought I was going to be an animator for a long time. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, and then, uh, you know, improv and everything after high school, I got an agent right away and it was slow going for a lot of years. Uh, and uh, and then eventually, you know, was able to uh, start doing this full time around 2019. Nice. And uh, yeah, been able to uh, just... Just be an actor for the last uh, last however many years, which has been nice. Well, I love that too because um, this podcast is meant for the up and comers trying to break into the entertainment industry, and something right that on. they can take away from your introduction right there is you're not afraid to try anything. And there's so many different avenues. You know, everybody only thinks about actors and directors, but there's so many different avenues that you can tackle within this entertainment industry that we all know and love. So yeah, for sure. what, what would you say is your favorite? Because I, I kind of think about it like uh, Jonah Hill, you know, cause he used acting to try to get behind the camera and to start right. his directing and everything. So would that be the same for you or what is your favorite? Uh, yeah. Um, I, I had, I was selling some, uh, some bits of rigging last night to a to a, a buddy who's a second AC. She came by and I was selling like uh, some like rail blocks and Hell some yeah. fifteen millimeter rods and stuff uh, to her. And she was asking me the same question. She said like if I wanted to uh, DP and uh, I just want to do everything. Yeah, I want to do everything. I want the acting to pay for um, uh, me making my movies, and I wanted to just feedback. <laughs> back and forth <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what, what is your guys what is your guys background i actually don't know 
Well, so early on, like I started off in film uh, in college, way back in college, and uh, okay. in front of the camera doing little little cameo type stuff and, and things like that. And then uh, life hit and I had a baby. <laughs> it's like that in between, uh-oh, need a real job kind of a thing to pay the bills. Um, transitioned into television news, of all things, uh, broadcasting okay. career. And then uh, that's where we met. And then coming out of that, back into film. So, uh, and like yourself, you know, I was one of those guys that when I was in front of the camera, I was always paying attention to what was behind, right? Oh, I want, can I look through that? Why are you using this lens? Why is the light here? What do we do? You know, and I wanted so to kind anno- of- Annoying the DP on set. That's, yeah. That's yeah. I, oh, absolutely. Whenever I'm there, I'm just apologizing to the DP because I'm just like, <laughs> like, why is that there? What are you doing with that? Is that Phil? Is that key? What is that? Exactly. And so the goal I knew eventually was always to direct. And I'm like, how can sure. I possibly direct if I don't have a clue what all these people are doing or why they're doing it or how it works. And so I just went along methodically, like I'll never be the best at this, the best at this, but I want to have at least the knowledge of knowing what it's supposed to be doing when I'm calling the shots. Right. So, and that's how I got started and kind of got into it. Yeah. I mean, for me, I was also doing stage performances as well. Uh, in high school, I was Rolf in the Sound of Music, and boy, oh boy, that kind of just nice. freaking <laughs> took my uh, my confidence and shit it, uh, shot it through the roof. Um, but I was really excited about that, and I was always writing short stories all throughout uh, middle school, high school. I would always try to, you know, just tell a story in the sense to where it was relatable to people. So the writing yeah. aspect is definitely one that I favor more than anything else. But then. Like him, like I said, or like he said, we started working together at a a news station. And then that's why I fell in love with my camera and uh, everything like that. So that's kind of how, yeah, how it all started. But yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. I love, you know, getting to learn everything. Like I started from square one with uh, Adobe Premiere. And now I feel like, I mean, we edit the podcast together. Like you said, we're filmmakers. So we do like rough drafts of our films as well so that we can send to our editors. Like, here's the proof of concept. Here's what we're looking for. Like, we want this yeah. shot to do that. So all the have you transitioned things. to Resolve yet? Are oh, you on Resolve? Yet? Fuck, man, I have not even attempted. <laughs> I switched. I was editing a, uh, I was editing a, a, a web series for a YouTube channel last year. Yeah. When was that? August 2021. Mm. And uh, I was like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I tried a million times to switch from Premiere to Resolve. Right. And that was the first time I switched. And uh, I, as long as you get your hotkeys transferred yeah. over. As long as you like, because you know, like cut on Premiere is called like slice and resolve right. or something like that. So yeah. you got to find the exact. But once you do that, man, you'll never look back. Oh, oh. I mean, uh, well, they... now now we have to. Exactly. Now we, we got to try new shit. <laughs> you know, I, I'm glad you kind of, we got into that part of the conversation and everything though, because, you know, and I love when we talk to actors who understand behind the camera, right? Especially sure. editing. Editing can make or break a television show or a film yeah. like with you know it could be the best script and the best performances and the editor just chops it up it's an absolute disaster or vice sure. versa they can make yeah. something really bad look really great if they know <laughs> totally. what they're doing so totally. I, I always love when people understand that aspect of it and how important it is to a project you know yeah yeah i think um w- like whenever i'm uh, uh, you know um not on set but auditioning for something i'm thinking what is what is the edit of this? Because that right. helps you with the beats. Because exactly. if you're already acting the edit, 
right? Like you go, okay, I know that on this line, they want me, they, you know, they're imagining a pause and then you hold that and then that's the beat and then they cut to the next scene, right? Um, not that that entirely guides your performance, but if you can have an idea of that in your head, you know, that's going to help you out so much, right? Oh, exactly. <laughs> I find myself, because, you know, we uh, we actually made our directorial debut. Uh, we premiered it in April. And um, I found myself while we were on set, all right, I want to cut it here and then pick back <laughs> up here. Like, just while I'm going through the onset process, I can see where we're making the cuts and making the transitions and everything. So it's that type of aspect that I think is very helpful for people who are on set and especially people, indie filmmakers who wear multiple yeah. different hats. Um, yeah. I think it's very important. So let's talk yeah, about totally. that though, because now sure. you have, you have all that experience behind the camera, right? And you've done smaller projects and indie stuff and your own stuff. And then yet you've been on a part of something as large as the last yeah. of us, right? And all that kind yeah. of talk a little bit about the differences of what you like and don't like about the differences in the scale sure. of a project like that. Sure. Uh, the main difference is uh, uh, having help, right? <laughs> main yeah. difference is like, you mean you is, don't wear uh, 15 hats? Wait a minute. <laughs> that's exactly right. Like, uh, I'm sure we've all done it where you're you're the DP, the director, the gaffer. Oh, sure. Yep. The grip, the best boy in your everything, right? And you're probably doing audio as well. Um, <laughs> the main thing, I think the... the the main thing I was like, uh, like I, I showed up for my first day there and I was like, okay, I'm acting with Pedro Pascal. We already uh, yeah. blocking. I met him. He's a super nice guy. Um, just uh, super chill and down to earth. And um, the first scene we shot is, is that piece where you see him in the crowd and he looks to me and I'm leaning against the thing. Yeah. Right. That was, that was the very, that was the, that was the very first thing that, that we shot with him. So like not any dialogue yet. And we didn't get to that scene where me and him are in the alley until, um, after he killed me we shot the death first right uh but anyway um the main thing i was like oh did we i can't remember anymore <laughs> but the, the main thing i was like what's gonna be the difference what's gonna be the difference here mm -hmm. and it was kind of nothing it was like the main thing is that um and, and this i guess this is the big difference is they do two pages a day mm. you know right and that's why it's good because right if you write the best script in the world and you go, okay, we're going to shoot this in 18 days. No one can do good work. In that exactly. Time. No one, no one can do good work. Do it shooting nine pages a day. Right. Right. Um, it take, it's really, really, really hard. Um, not, not the crew, not the actors, not the director. Um, and then, and then it comes down to the thing like, hey, you're going to save everything in the edit. Um, but when you're doing two pages a day and you just, okay, all we're doing is just, I'm talking to Pedro Pascal in an alleyway for the next six hours. And then they'll do, you know, some other scene with somebody else. Right. That's all you have to worry about. Um, and it's the time it's just having the time and you get, uh, a bazillion takes and, and I know that there's some kind of stigma around a lot of actors not wanting takes. And maybe that comes from the TV world where people are used to doing uh, nine pages a day. But for me, I want as many takes as I can get. And, you know, in theater, you get three weeks of rehearsal. And right. in TV and film, you well, maybe in film, but you get some. But in TV, you get you don't get any rehearsal. It's you show up, you block it. You, you get, the director says, OK, let's say the words and then. And then they go, let's film the rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> 
that was honestly go. the biggest question I had coming into this. Like when <clears throat> when I got the response saying that you were confirmed to come on the show, I'm like, man, I cannot wait to ask him what it's like to be punched in the face by Pedro Pascal. I mean, <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. What, what was that like? You got killed by the Mandalorian. I know. Yeah. Cool guy to get killed by. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was really cool. I mean, the only part that I didn't do or that neither of us did was the tackle. So yeah. the only the only part that isn't us is the actual shot of us, whatever, traveling through the air. Right. Uh, and then on the ground, it's back to us again. Uh, they filmed that with both the both the uh, both the stunties. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I, I mean, I, I I think they used us. Um, and. Uh, I'm amazed at how how um like it looks it's so it's so brutal and so visceral and that comes down to just the 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 you know the good filmmaking For sure. uh, where it's it's mostly on him and you and you you're just feeling oh, his yeah. performance yeah. what you want to feel anyway um but uh yeah I was I was on the ground he was he was on top of me and I'm just doing I'm just <laughs> doing one of these while my face is covered in in makeup um and uh and he's just going for it that's awesome. It was, it was good. It was a good death. I, I thought they were gonna. They three D scanned me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they three D scanned um, all the cast. I think mm-hmm. uh, just so they had a three D double of anyone to put anywhere for whatever reason. I guess just to save their asses for continuity or something. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but when they three D scanned me, and the way Craig uh, Mason described it on the day, I thought they were gonna like fully like mash me and like really uh, you yeah know, <laughs> you know yeah, turn me right. to a pumpkin. Um, but yeah, it was a good death. I mean, y- y- you know, yeah, without <laughs> doubt. And gotta um, get killed by exactly. So what? What I really like though that that you said about all that, and even taking the time for the choreography and everything with the fight scene and all that kind of stuff, I love that because I feel like that's one of the advantages now of the streaming, right? As opposed to just before network television, where like you said, we're shooting nine pages a day and it's a machine and you're knocking it out and you don't have time, and now. The streaming, while you're still television, it's very yeah. much more that film format where you can totally. take your time and get more shots and kind of a so you know there's advantages to that and 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 I love the way that you describe that because I think a lot of people are still in that mindset of streaming is television so it must be go 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 and sure. but you can just tell on certain projects that this is this has got the quality of a feature film and, and it's yeah. on the small screen. It's amazing. And like you said, even down to the details of fight scenes and stuff, it's incredible yeah. what they're able to do now with a little bit of extra time. Right. A hundred percent. I, I, yeah, I really think that the, the, I mean, it's the most uh, valuable commodity on set, right? That's oh, the yeah. one thing you, it's the one thing you're not allowed to have, you know, they've got, the producer and the production manager there is going like, oh, 12 hours, hard out, goodbye. Oh, yeah. Right. So sometimes right. sometimes you just don't get things, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is why um, <clears throat> I think it's really, really impossible to like to compare one project to another, right? You go like, oh, this is good and this is, oh, like, or <clears throat> like colloquially, we all just say like, oh, such and such show or movie is better than such and such right. show, right? right? right. Um, but one might have had a month per episode or they filmed the movie in three months and the other one was done in 18 days. Right. How can you, you know, that's exactly it, right. Yeah. It's just a different, uh, different way of doing things. Oh, for sure. And I mean, with this being 
like we were talking about at the very beginning, like the new the new hottest thing, the newest hottest IP. Um, we, I've been seeing a lot of stuff on Twitter, which I mean, you know, can be good and bad. But it's been sure. a lot of comparisons of you know The Last of Us and The Walking Dead in the sense <clears> of you know obviously the same concept. But totally. I think it's so you know they're different in the sense of you know the the group unit, the family unit dynamic, and then the 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 duo. You know, I feel yeah. like what Pedro and Bella have obviously working together on uh, Game of Thrones in the past, but having what they have, I feel like is very, it's intimate. You know, I feel like it's more one-on-one time in the sense of getting to know the characters better because I feel like in The Walking Dead, and that was huge for its time, um, Mm. you know, there was so many different pieces that you had to try to remember, and sometimes you couldn't remember that guy's name and different things like that, but I feel like with this, it's really special because you do get that, that, almost instant connection because we all have a relative like Pedro's brother in the show who is kind of like a fucking he's a little out there and we kind of have to keep our eye on him and everything like that or we have you know the daughter or the sibling that you're like oh she's so sweet she's so dear that we have to protect so I think that's something great about this show is I feel like a lot of people have that connectability um yeah with this show so I think that's very special and I, what a great project to be a part of right and I mean I can only imagine what yeah. uh, what the attention has been like for you recently it, I mean it's great I mean uh it, it's really cool to be part of something that feels like if maybe just because I'm, I'm part of it but it feels like the biggest thing in the world I mean everyone is for sure know um watching and talking about it i'm at the community center working out and i look up and i see myself getting killed in the, in the, <laughs> yeah. in the, in the, in the spot and i'm like oh, okay you know um yeah it was an amazing thing to be part of and i, I think on like when it comes to like because the walking dead i mean that's obviously the comparison that we that we all have in our heads yeah um it, it is so different right mm-hmm. uh down from the 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 filmmaking to the production design mm-hmm. everything and it's so hard to put your finger on exactly what it is. Like maybe you go like, okay, is it because, you know, the walking dead is trying to pay homage to the source material being a comic. Right. Whereas, uh, you know, the last of us was basically already a film. Mm-hmm. Right. Basically. Right. Like all the cuts, I think all the cut scenes together is like over two hours. Right. Yeah. That's right. Um, it's like they have a movie in there and, and um, so the tone was already set out, but it's yeah, really hard. I mean, without, without making comparisons, I just think the last of us, they really, really nailed it. Oh, without um, doubt, without it's special because you know the uh, th- that genre, the post-apocalyptic zombie genre, is so is so played out in a way, right? Like we've oh, all seen absolutely. it a million million times. Yeah. So to keep everybody's interest um, is a pretty is a, a a pretty big accomplishment. Well, and then that so that plays into because I had heard a report, <laughs> and I'm just curious if this is true or not. Um, because of the comparisons to The Walking Dead and because of the has this been played out before that no one was allowed to say the word zombie. Is that correct? Is like they just wanted to stay completely away from zombie, correct? I I think you're right, yeah. Um, I might be making this up, but I feel like I did hear that on set now that you're saying it. Yeah, so yeah. It makes sense, right? Call them a vegetable, whatever, call them (laughs) just don't call them zombies, you know, so. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) That's funny. yeah, yeah. Now, like you said, you know, you're using the acting to make your projects and everything like that. So 
being on a set like that and being involved in, in, in this kind of a, a special thing, what are you taking away from that to move forward with like maybe one of your projects or something? Do you find that each time you do one of these type of projects, you know, because you've been on some stuff, Supernatural and, and these big things, do mm. you find that you take little bits from each thing that you've been in and say, what can I incorporate? What can I learn to do when I'm doing this behind the camera? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. Especially what the DP does. Um uh yeah i'm definitely look trying to look at setups and and figure out what they're doing um and try to like remember okay there are you know uh two people talking in a room how did they key this mm. how can i copy that um you know seeing them do things like uh okay they just bring in a they just bring in a titan tube for phil okay like okay like that's something that is done you know right um because in in your in your head if you're you know you don't call yourself a cinematographer you go like is this okay to do is this like if if i bring on someone who is like a really experienced gaffer um because i know i can make things look good on my own right right but i don't know if i'm doing the you know technically correct way of doing it so seeing what they do on set and going like okay yeah this isn't quote unquote breaking the rules to just bring in this unit or do things this way or you know let the shadows go dark um definitely yeah definitely always looking at stuff like that do you see yeah. yourself then as a director that will be the DP? Do you want to hold the camera? Are you that guy or are you okay with, let me hire a cinematographer, let me hire a DP that so, knows? Yeah, yeah. so I, I recently came to this conclusion on my own. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 cause, because um, as the guy with all the gear, right. people come to you to, to shoot their stuff, right? And then you right. go like, okay. You know, you don't have money, so I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be basically donating all my gear. I need to get something out of it for sure. At least I can put can I put my name on it as uh, you know we'll we'll co-direct it and I'll get another director credit, right? Um, but uh, the conclusion I've come to recently is that unless I've written it, I don't I I, I don't think I want to direct. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you know, like whatever music videos and stuff, which I do a lot of. Yeah. Uh, totally. Um, because you know it's not really a script. Uh, but unless, yeah, unless I'm, unless I'm, uh, the writer, you know, I'm just not super invested. I'm invested in the story, but not in the same way. Right. Right. Uh, right. And so, and, and, uh, I think every writer should direct and I think every director should write mm. and, and everyone should edit, yeah. and all, you know, an actor should give it a shot too. everyone, every single person is better for trying out as much as, 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 as they can. Right. Right. Because it's a collaborative, it's a collaborative art form and that's yeah. what makes it, that's what makes it so good. Like you were saying earlier, right. You can save something in the edit. You can ruin something in the edit. You that's can right. change a scene by adding a, uh, by adding a score to it. You can, you know, like the performance isn't done until the editor has their say. Right. That's right. Um, like that i mean anyway yeah that's that's what makes it that's what makes it so great is the collaboration so everyone should do as much as they can for yeah. sure yeah i mean i completely agree with you because our first film that we shot it was written by someone else he gave us complete control creative liberties right. you know able to change up characters their gender everything like that dialogue um but right now we are actually <laughs> um doing chemistry reads for a television pilot that we wrote ourselves and do okay. have that type of you know that type of attachment in the sense of, you know, you're seeing the characters that you created 
brought to life and someone else is reading the dialogue there's something just so special about that that just like it almost gives me butterflies it brings me back to when i was a kid and i would get butterflies about things that would really excite me so i mean it's just different things like that you know we yeah well go ahead what 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 was that like to do to do that to do that read through oh my goodness man literally because (laughs) we because you know we do chemistry reads with two different actors and it's normally over zoom so we um we make sure to cut our mic cut the camera but while we're watching it we're just like smiling so big like it's just a sense of holy shit like that's exactly what we were trying to portray in the script with the line so i mean it's a really special thing and i mean with the we've almost interviewed about 200 guests on our podcast and right. all of them say, create your own content. And right. yeah. I, we, yeah. we preach that wholeheartedly because yeah. it's such a special thing and it gives you a different type of love for the craft. And, and the yeah. one thing that's most exciting for, for me is it's awesome to see your character come to life, right? That came out of my head. Now it is three dimensional. It's real. It's there. But yeah. when the actor gets the character, right? They're not right. just giving a great performance, but that's actually the person that you created. It's not just a great performance yeah. of the character. It sure. is the character. And so when yeah. we get those yeah. in the audition, we're like, holy, sh- that is Rachel. That is who I saw. That is who yeah. I did. It's an amazing feeling. It, and don't get yeah. me wrong. It's really great to direct and bring someone else's character to life and, and give them the vision that they were hoping for. But when it's yeah. yours, like Logan said, it's just a whole different ball game, man. Totally. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I love that you get it. Yeah. I, I just, I love it, man. I, I, I love that you're, you're that guy because this is oh, what cool. it's all Thank about. You. Yeah. Man. I mean, yeah. Hey, like, likewise, you know, I mean, it, it, that's what's so special about, um, about working in film. I, I find the more people I talk to, the more people I find, like, thankfully, uh, with this day and age that, you know, a- anyone can go and buy a camera, which has its good, and, uh, which has its, its <laughs> oh, for pros sure. and cons. <laughs> That's right. But uh, it, it, it's making people who do it, right? Right, um, right. Because it's, it's oversaturated the market, so mm-hmm. now you have to. Right. It's like if you want to make it, you have to make your own stuff. Yeah. Because right. everyone's making their own stuff. That's right. Completely That's right. agree. Yeah. Completely agree. And man, I gotta say, when when I first saw you pop on screen in that first episode, I was like, "Is that Jared Leto? You look like Jared Leto. Do you get that?" Often? <laughs> Someone else said that recently. I've never gotten that before, and then and now I've gotten it twice in like last uh, in the last week. That's Y'all funny. could really be twins. I'm just saying. It, it's so freaking funny. Like it, you're it probably used to be, in the it new used Blade to be, Runner. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll see. it used to be uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Robert Pattinson, which I you can know, see th- that th- those, those are all fine. I'm happy with all three. They, they, you know, those yeah. are some good looking guys. <laughs> well, let's throw all you know, just all four of you guys in a film together. We'll get busy writing. Uh, we'll write it. Perfect. It'll be fantastic. And, you know, we'll make Perfect. that work. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure they would love to have me. Uh, oh, I, yeah. Yeah. You know, sure, you guys can pummel sure. each other, you know, just it'll yeah. be fantastic. It'll be it'll be great. Well, with you being so intelligent about, you know, the industry and how things move kind of like a chessboard with the pandemic this is our dog peanut by the way hey buddy yeah who Uh, likes to make appearances yeah um with with it being kind of like a chessboard and in the sense of you know the television side is very oversaturated right now when the theater side is definitely trying to balance out and trying to get back to what it once was do you feel like you know that too much attention is on TV shows and streaming right now? Or do you feel like it's still an asset, especially for indie filmmakers who can get their projects seen? Or how do you feel about that? 
Um, I think it is. Uh, I mean, obviously, theaters having a hard, hard go after COVID, of course. Yeah, for sure. Um, venues are extremely expensive. I mean, venues have always been extremely expensive. Um, it's hard to get people to come out to, to watch a show. Yeah. You know, you basically need to sell out every night mm. just to break even. Right. right. On a on a on a small venue. Mm-hmm. The good thing about it being oversaturated with television is that especially especially for actors, is is that you kind of go, okay, you know what, there's enough to go around for everyone. Um and you know, uh, when you look at you know, my friends X, Y, and Z are all series regulars on right. blah 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 and blah 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 blah, and you go, okay, you know, I'm I'm gonna get mine because there's too many shows, right? There's Facts. too many shows, uh, and there's too many streaming services, and on one hand, it makes you sad, and you go, oh god, it's just a product, um, and you have to put up with that from a from an actor standpoint, from mm-hmm. a creator standpoint, you know. M- morally ethically artistically right uh do i want to be in an industry that is you know it's i mean that's why the, again, it comes back to that's why these things are done in 18 days is because um i won't say all but on a lot of projects at a certain level the people who are funding it don't care mm. um uh, they just care if it gets their money back plus one, right? That's right. If it was made for a million and they make a million and one dollars, then they'll make a then they'll make another one. Mm-hmm. Um, which you go like, okay, do I want to be on a project like that? Well, I don't want to go back to making coffee, right? Like, right. you know. So the oversaturation is a blessing and a curse, and uh, how it how it um, how it will uh, help or um, you know, hinder theater, I think is maybe that, I mean, I think it's always been the thing that our actors go back to, mm. to, you know, get their kicks. Right. For um, sure. Because so rarely do you get to be on a, uh, on a, on a, on a show mm-hmm. where you go, ah, this is really special. Yeah. Um, you, you don't hate, like, it's not like, it's not like it's either special or you hate it, but, um, but you know, you're often on something where, where you know the the crew isn't happy and the the cast is jaded and and you go what am i what am i doing here is this right. the, really the business i want to be in right um but then you get the paycheck and you're like, ah, like yeah. damn it <laughs> double edged yeah. sword well and that's that's you know that's the sincerest hope right because i i do feel like sometimes it becomes just a paycheck and yeah. and the sincerest hope is, and because like I, you know, we're those guys. I, I'm I, I'm for sure that guy that I will still go and sit in a theater where I am literally the only person in there watching a sure. film that's going to show twice and only three days, and then it's being bumped for the tent pole, right? But I yeah. want to yeah. see that film. I still want to watch, and I'm hoping that sure. the benefit of the oversaturation and these paychecks is that it allows you to afford to 
still make the art, still be passionate totally. about what you do. And that is the yeah. sincerest hope is that we don't lose that, right? Because there's a place for that one movie for one day in a theater, you know, the, before it gets to replay. And, and yeah. we need to not lose that. I'm very curious, too, because something else that we've been talking about a lot, and we actually built a whole new podcast about it, um, <laughs> was mental health. And working in the entertainment industry, it can take a strain on you, you know, because you do get like 99 no's and that one yes. So how do you keep yourself motivated and still ready to go on a daily basis when you do get those 99 no's? Sure, yeah. Um, you know, I, th I think eventually with – acting um because the nose are very uh i guess they're different in every in every part of whatever department you're in right um i have a gmail folder i have every audition i've ever been to since 2011 oh shit wow uh, yeah yeah i've been to over 400 auditions in the last 13 years yeah uh, and I've got like, I don't know, 22 credits or 23 credits, right? Yeah. So if it was a job interview, you know, if you go, <laughs> if you turn to a job interview, it's like, oh man, I've been to 400 interviews. I think they're going to finally say yes. Any sane person would go like, no, they're not going to say yes. <laughs> right. like, no, yeah. you've been to 400 interviews. It's over. It's, it's, it's over. Stop it. Right. Right. Uh, or if it was a boxing record someone would tell you to stop right right mm -hmm. right it's like 400 losses and 22 wins you're not good at this you have to stop <laughs> right um but um the um i mean they'd all be split, split decision losses <laughs> oh, for sure yeah for sure, sure you know where you where you almost get it but you don't um but uh the nose get easier um you eventually uh, I, you, every, every actor who is, uh, at a certain level, um, my peers, they, they don't, they, you, you literally don't remember the auditions after you do them. Mm. Like not, not like a hyperbole. You just like, right. you go, what, what, like you do it and you, and you forget about it. Rarely you go like, I, I, I definitely got that. I definitely got that. And you, mm -hmm. and you check out on it and I do that. And, uh, and, but most of them most of them you forget about because I think you get to a point where um, you know you know whether you would cast yourself or not, right? right. You go like, right. I'll read for it. I'll read for it. And if I get it, hey, awesome. But, you know, you go on the – you look at it and you go – especially with TV, right? You go, how many times have I seen this scene? Because most TV is written from – a playbook of other television absolutely shows, right? unless it's good and then it's and then it's new and it's original but you look at the scene you go okay i've seen this doctor in a million episodes of x y and z show mm -hmm. so i know that you know I, I know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna play this guy and then right. eventually after you play your you play your 15th drug addict or your 15th <laughs> rapist or whatever it is you know you go okay i'm I'm probably gonna get this one because I got the other guys. Right, um, right. So the nose get easier because you 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 just kind of you just kind of do it to do it. Um, at least for me, at least for at least for me, I, I I think it's different maybe as as a writer and a director because there's so much more pounding the pavement mm, you have to do. Right. Once once you have an agent and the auditions come your way, um, if you're not making your own content, mm -hmm. I hate that word content, but if you're not making your own stuff, yeah, 
you're not making your own stuff, uh, then as an actor, it's it's really easy to just let the stuff come to you. And if you get it, you get it. But right. as a director, writer, uh, whatever else you want to do, you got to pound the pavement a lot more. And I think the nose would be harder. Well, yeah. I like What's that. The, so, yeah, I like yeah, yeah. I know I like that you said because you know with the 400 and the 22 because um we, when we spoke to uh, a, a good friend of ours who Walking Dead it's ironic but uh Jason Warner Smith he said he tries to tell his cuz he does a, a, a acting class and an acting school for young okay. actors and he tries to tell them you know it feels like it's bad right you only got 22 out of 400 and what he says but here's the thing the job is auditioning the yes. getting the gig is yes. just the perk, right? And he says, 100%. and he 100%. says to to get people pumped up about how they're doing. He said, take the money that you've made from the twenty two, and divide yeah. the four hundred by that, and you'll see what yeah. you're getting paid. And you're yes. actually doing pretty good for those four hundred, uh, right? Because you made I, I, this I, much I, money. Totally, totally. And agree. So I think oh, if totally you agree. look at it that way. Right. And think of it more of selection than rejection and realize that the ones you are getting are paying for the ones you're not. You're going to be okay, Right. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. The job is definitely auditioning because um, back when auditions were in the room, um, that was the only time I ever felt any nerves. Even when Mm -hmm. I got my very, very first job, Mm -hmm. I never had any nerves. I mean, I had been on set with my dad when I was like a kid, but I hadn't been on set in in like years um there's so much uh alienating lingo that you don't know what is right you go like second team and you go like what's second team (laughs) and you have no one to ask what second team is (laughs) and then like you're standing there and the stand-in comes and stands stands beside you and they're giving you weird looks and then like the operator tells you you can go because no one told you what second team was right right (laughs) but even with all that shit um like yeah you know the audition was the only part that was nerve wracking because it's not yours yet. And then you got it and it's yours and you just, you just show up and you do it. Um, yeah, hundred percent. I totally agree with that. The, the, that. the job is, the job is auditioning for sure. And what were you going to ask before? Um, we started? Oh, um, you were talking about, uh, nope, I lost it. <laughs> we tried, we tried. Well, yeah. listen, man, thank you so much for coming on the show and getting a little crazy with hey. us and all yeah, of the absolutely. good stuff. Um, you know, it's all about social media now. So where can people find you and follow you? Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm only on Instagram, uh, Max Montesi. Fantastic. M O N T E S I. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. Cool beans, man. Well, listen, thank you so much for, like I said, coming on the show and getting crazy and passing on your knowledge. Cause that yeah. is so freaking important. Uh, take care and, uh, we'll be talking to you soon, brother. Awesome. Thanks for having me guys. All, All right, right, man. Have a good one. Man. Oh man. It's always nice and refreshing to hear people who are like-minded talk about the process of film and television yeah a- anytime they share the passion mm, that yeah. they get it why are we doing this what are we in it for yeah. right anytime they that they share that it's always an interesting conversation oh, yeah. and i love that he's so inquisitive and and i the best advice i think that anybody listening to this can take from it is ask questions yeah once you're behind that camera ask why this why this why this because that is how you're going to learn and progress yourself in your career if this is what you want to do by asking questions for sure man for sure well listen thank you so much max for coming on the show 